well. Good afternoon, Zach. How you doing? Uh, I am exhausted. Exhausted? Why? What'd well, you do? I've been fasting for seven days. I haven't oh had God. anything to eat since last Sunday. That was the last time I ate. So it was Sunday Jesus. night. And I've I've been drinking coffee, green tea, matcha, water with electrolytes. That's all I've had. So Are I've you had punishing about punishing yourself on purpose. What's the point of this? Well, there, I don't know. So there's you a, don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's a few reasons, right? So I want to do it to to get to a lower body fat percentage, which I have done. I went yeah. from um, let me see, like nine percent to today. I was at six point uh, six. That's inc- that's crazy to me. Like, isn't that isn't that technically like wrestler conditions? Yeah, I mean, I, I look I look sexy. Let's just say that. <laughs> just staring at yourself in the mirror, dude. There's this one mirror at Export in the in the one of the the single person bathrooms. It has the best light, and it just top down and it shows your muscles off really well. And I wish I got a photo of that one. You I'm didn't probably, take pictures of yourself when you? I, oh wow! I did, but not at the gym. Not at the I'm proper not, one. You saving that for the next visit, maybe? Yeah, yeah, I um, I took some before and after photos though at my home, my home, but the lighting there is like flat, so it, it kind of washes you out. So I already know that you really like staying in shape, and obviously it's important to me too. Um, but I don't know. I'm just curious, what really important things about staying in shape do you did you learn that weren't already obvious to? Because I was thinking about that the other night. Like obviously. You know, working out gives you better energy. You you know, you look better, better physique. You you usually and should, or I at least I feel like I often change my diet automatically. But it inspires you to do that too. So I don't know. But beyond that, I mean, like, what personally has being in shape and getting into shape made you realize that you maybe took for granted or didn't recognize before? You know, I haven't really seen anything that's not obvious. I mean, I've learned a lot in the sense of nutrition and that it's all opinion based for the most part, it seems like. And everyone has their own ideas on what's the proper way to eat. It's difficult to find and then the science a, on it. Yeah. yeah. And it's also really, I think that uh, working out is even more difficult to find the science on, like which exercises are the best and what order to do them in and how many sets and how many reps of how many weight. It's so complicated and it all feels like it's hidden and like, built behind this wall that it's like well it's dependent when you say i find it's very dependent on like you even just your ergonomics of your body like i feel like yeah we all have the same parts but we all their their strength and elasticity let's say differ even just naturally yeah i can see what you're saying because of even with injuries right like i can't i can't do yeah i can't do like a squat with a barbell right so i have to find my own ways to do a similar back injury yeah because of my back so I had to find a similar exercise like doing pulley squats or doing like uh, the leg press, which I don't really like doing so much um, because it's still a little rough on my lower back. Mm-hmm. When you work out, do you push yourself like every time? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I push it. You know, it's it's probably about 75% of max. I was going to ask you about that too because like I, I – so I listen to and I watch videos on um, professional athletes – and I seem to side mostly with like European mentalities for working out, like say for like boxers, arm wrestlers, um, karate specialists, things like that. And what do they say? They, 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 you know, they say you never, 
you know, it's a very Western idea to say you're pushing for a hundred percent, or we like to say a hundred and ten percent, you know, yeah, which but- it's just automatically ridiculous sounding. But on top of that, um, one guy makes a good point. Uh, he was a Russian bodybuilder and trainer, and uh, you know, he made the point that if you if you really were pushing to a hundred percent, you'd be giving out because that's what it means to yeah. hundred percent. That's no more. Right. You, you gave all you could, and that and that should be done in a burst. There's no way you can maintain that. Right. So, and then um, you can't work out the next day. Yeah, and it's all and it, it ruins and, you. And if you can, then you obviously didn't hit 100. Mm-hmm. percent And that means, in a way, to me, that says to me that if I was saying that to myself, I'd it'd be like lying to myself about what I'm actually accomplishing. Okay. So I, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I, I like to think of it as like 75. Yeah, I actually call it my seventy-five rule, the seventy-five percent rule. That's what I tell myself. Okay, but yeah, a lot of people, a lot of trainers say eighty percent and things like that. Yeah, I just go until I get a, you know, a good, a good burn. You know, once I start to feel it, and then push myself a little past that burn, and then go on to the next one. But every workout, would you say you're pretty consistent with your workouts to keep uh, the effort level the same? Yeah, I would just say they get harder by the end of it because I'm I'm sure they do that <laughs> I've read that um, men especially can lift something like 25% more weight in the presence of a woman I'm sorry I had to slip oh, in that, dude, that harder no that's there. that's totally true because yeah. like when I see a girl walking by when I'm lifting I definitely get some better lifts in oh yeah it's just because it's like I don't it know just you helps get with that, the push that, 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 that right push. yeah yeah it's like that that instinctive, like, like, yeah, I gotta show off. Oh, I, I definitely a... feel the same. Like more competition when there's females around, yeah. for sure. Yeah, but but you work out quite often, don't you? Yeah, I work out six or seven days a week. Okay, so that's a lot. You so mentioned before day. too that you don't like working out. Yet that's like I said, that's really frequent. Has there been a negative side to constantly pushing yourself that often? I mean, um, especially for something doing something. I guess I could say, is it fair to say you hate? You know, I mean, even the results are positive. Like, what has been the negative? I would say I'm, I'm hating it less. It's become from hatred to an annoyance. <laughs> but it's nice because it keeps, it gives a routine. And it like, you know, it's something I do every morning, right? I go, it's right. the first thing I do. It gives me a reason to get out of bed. It like gets me going and mm-hmm. out of the house, which is important. Yeah. Um, As far as the negatives, I haven't seen any negatives yet. I haven't been like broken my body from it. And the whole reason I'm working out, yeah, from working out. Right. And the whole reason I'm I'm doing this is to prevent more pain in my from my back. What's uh, been your experience with that? Because I know just before you answer, I want to say that for me it has definitely helped a lot. I actually feel more pain when I don't exercise. No, I think that it has done nothing. Really, I don't feel any better from working out constantly and stretching and doing all the things that I read to do. If it all feels it feels the same, so maybe it didn't get worse, but it hasn't gotten better. I think that's I think that's just what it does is it just makes stops it slows it down from getting worse because I definitely like I was going to ask you if you like you cheat often, but I think you probably cheat a lot less than I do. I cheat a lot. Um, I just found I've been finding it difficult, you know, during this pandemic lockdown to yeah. be as consistent or as routinely as as much routine as I used to have, um, but. I find that if I'm really bad, if I like go say a week and not mm-hmm. work out, and even once that week, I wake up with more pain. I have new pains like in my shoulder, you know, new parts of my body that sh- I thought were fine, you know. Yeah. 
So, but I guess you probably not going through that. You probably no. I usually I'm pretty consistent recently in these yeah. this past little little over a month with this new exercise routine I've been doing. Um, but it's yeah, it's just it's nice to have the routine. All right. Well, I want to talk to you about fasting because I've been trying it myself. Yeah. And I am not the champion of fasting that you are. <laughs> at least you seem like one to me because. I I get I've experienced intense headaches and I think it's in part to reducing my caffeine intake. I think I'm a little addicted to coffee. You can have caffeine while fasting. It's yeah, actually, that's what I've been they doing also too. Suggest it. Well, that in fact that's all I've been doing when I have attempted the fasting is like tea and coffee only. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I get severe. I mean, I don't get migraines, but if if I had to explain what these headaches were like, they're the worst headaches I've ever had in my life, and they go away almost instantly after eating. You're probably dehydrated. You think so? Because yeah. that's all I'm doing is drinking. But yeah, but that's the problem is that you're not taking any uh, electrolytes in, I'm sure. And then yeah, since you're not having any, plants if need. you drink too much um, caffeine and things like that, that stops your body from absorbing the, the, the water. And then if you don't have any electrolytes, your, your regulator symptoms, like for how much water to hold on to, kind of like goes away, especially when you're not eating because that's from insulin the insulin helps control what it tells your body to do. So if you're just drinking straight water, you're going to be peeing out all your, your phosphates and your magnesium and sodium and all your electrolytes. So you're getting rid of all the things that you should be holding on Yeah, to. and then when you do drink water, and you, you're going to go through, uh, I think it's called hypernutrinium, and where you have an excess of water, and then your cells are like too like bloated because you don't have any regulatory systems. Yeah. So, are you black? <laughs> no why do you <laughs> because i'm laughing because i i had to throw that in there i had to throw you a curveball because a friend of mine who's been listening to the podcast um he, 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 it was just uh, he, not a shock but he was surprised to find out that you're not black because he said you sound like a black man i said so I, i'm like boy i wish you hadn't prefaced it that way i would have just kept the, the lie going like why not <laughs> let, let, let's act be black for a while yeah if you ever seen the whitest kids you know i'm pretty much part of that you know i am <laughs> I'm as pale as as Balder gets, you know. So one thing I was thinking about, um, I think you know we're similar. This is what we think about our bodies, our minds, all the time, right? We're always trying to like fix it or make things better. But do you feel the human body has any like I don't know emergency alerts uh, put in place to encourage fitness? Because it seems as though to me that. I don't know, most mo- motivation for exercise comes from a desire to, you know, look attractive. And clearly that isn't true for everyone all the time, but I wonder how often the nature within us requires physical activity. I don't know. What do you think? I think your body to be healthy requires physical activity. Yeah. But I don't think there's any symptoms uh, systems in place to make you be active. I think your body will adapt to whatever you're doing. And if you become a sedentary person, your body's going to make you want to be sudden fall apart as yeah, if, say. if you yeah. quit on your body your body's going to quit on you if you're not walking every day or doing something you know at least semi-active yeah you're not, right. you, you don't use it you'll lose it that's that's a lot how that is at least that's what i think what do you think no I, I i agree I, in fact i would just add that i i do feel the more active i am i mean obviously unless i'm exhausting myself but the more active i am you know, the healthier I feel, the more alive, the more energetic. 
Uh, it's kind of a weird thing to say that, you know, spending energy makes you feel energetic, but it's true. You well, know? yeah, your body adapts to it. It's like if you start eating more calories and you're also working with that, your body will will naturally just burn off more calories by by even thermal induction just making you hotter. Yeah. It will it will find a way to burn the calories you're intaking as long as you're using them. And in fact, for me, working out affects my stress, not just that. Like I, I, you've heard me say, I'm sure that, you know, it's impossible to, I, it's impossible for me to feel sad or depressed after a workout. Like I always really? feel great. Yeah. So your workouts are like a stress relief for you? They really are. Yeah, they are. Uh, in fact, physical activity in general for me is a stress relief. I, you know, I, in my mind, I think of it as like violence. Like I got some violence in my diet and I'm, I, I feel better about it. See, that's the it's thing, a weird way to look at it maybe, but you know, for me, it's not violent. Right, working out, doing anything that's like choreographed fights or something like that, mm-hmm. it's not enough for my stress. I need to like do something that's actually violent. So you know? your 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 adrenaline levels need to be peaking, and then you think, aha! But it's not even the adrenaline levels. It's more like the focus attention on like I'm trying to break this thing and the destruction aspect of so it. So you don't have that focus when you're working out? No, because I can't break anything when I'm working out. I'm not allowed to throw weights at the mirror. Or, you know, punch the guy next to me in the face. But don't you think that that energy, if it's there, is being utilized through physical See, but it's not activity? Just ener- I mean, it's not just energy that it is like uh, in the sense of like the ability to move. It's and the energy I'm talking about is the stress energy, the like the metaphysical, if you will, energy of like feeling. Mm, I guess I don't get that because I cause to cause me the stress. Di- yeah, go on. Because it's different. It's like two different like areas like there's physical energy and then there's like that mental energy right so See, i just put it all into one tank it's it's in one barrel and then really? it just gets used until yeah, there's well, nothing left i can't use the mental strength unless there's some reason to use the mental strength <laughs> I so you don't you're not your brain's not operating when you're working out i feel like my brain's operating more when i work out like oh I'm, dude i space out so much when we're really out. You no know, it's horrible i'm counting up to 10 and i lose track at five i'm no like kidding. where was i again it's oh, like, wow. oh man, now I'm end up doing more. Well, that's at interesting. Least more is better than less. That's interesting to me because I have literally the exact opposite experience. I go like it's it's one of the few times I can actually go like samurai with my brain where I can really focus and have clear thought and calculation of the movement of my body and what I'm planning to do next and you know the the witness of of what's good in a movement or a form you know, am I causing pain? Like all these little details mm-hmm. come in into play in my head. Yeah. And I just try and make sure that I'm at least doing proper form. And then once I have the form down it becomes muscle memory and then I space out. <laughs> okay. Are but you I easily spa- distracted when you're working out? Or I space you? out a lot in life, like uh, just during my day to day. Hopefully I'm, not while driving. That's one of the worst I actually do. I space out while driving all the time. Wow. I just, I lose track of like where I was like, I'll be going and like my body will just take over and my mind just escapes like it happens all the time yeah i mean i guess i I get that like i'll daydream while i'm driving but there's still a part of me that's very much aware of what's going on yeah but it's not like it's like your conscious mind is 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 separate from your like you just your motor mind like your motor aspects of like just like being aware of what's around you and being able to react because you can still see things and know what's happening so and just the chromatic systems are online and everything else is right. for you to play with kind of thing. Yeah. All right. Now, okay, so obviously, like, I don't know, I already think you're pretty, like, trim 
thin guy, like yeah. cut dude. But obviously, you're trying to get more out of yourself. Yeah, that I mean, that's, that's the idea, at least in life for me, is to always be improving on everything I do. So is fat your enemy, just in general? Like, do you hate fat? Yeah, kind of. Really? <laughs> I don't like fat. And it, it just, you know, well, it doesn't look as good, right? Muscle looks good, well, at see, least for guys. Well, I, I, well, I agree and I disagree. Here's what's going through my head. is like I think about, like, nature, like other animals on the planet, okay. right? And, you know, other than us. And most of them look fit, right? You look at a, yeah. a wild horse, even a wild, like, cow or bull no they're you monsters. can see yeah you can see their muscles they they're they're very tone looking right mm-hmm. now granted animals live what they live very you know violent dangerous desperate lives yeah and i'm sure that that plays into it but that that's when when you consider that that's like a level that that comes down to like safety right so like animals in secure you know lives like safe lives like a house cats and house dogs and things like that they clearly get overweight right yeah. but so that means they're not do. motivated even animals with their simple minds aren't really motivated to like stay in shape so does that mean that i don't know i guess what i'm getting at is it is it logical to argue that weight gain is in some way healthy because i think it is i don't think i think it can work against you obviously we have diseases you know, no like absolutely and things like you that, do need but, body fat right like that's yeah. something you need to to operate properly mm-hmm. you need you need fat stored in your for your mind and you need it for your to use as ATP and all that other stuff. What's ATP? Muscle. I don't know. What ATP that is. is like what your muscles use for the chemical to to operate. You know, it's just. Do you, it's, know, do you remember what it stands for? Because I have no idea. I can make up a word. Anti-nutrition palate or temperate zone. <laughs> Anti-temperate palate. Is it ATZ or ATP? No, it's ATP. Oh, it is P. No, I oh, guess. Yeah. It's P. Palodrome so was not right. only changing, it means you're going to change the letters that it starts with. Yeah, that's the that's how ATZ uh, all 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 tempered Zach. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, I, I don't know. I think I don't know. Maybe I, I guess what I'm defending is the dad bud. Maybe just because that's what I've got going on right now. But I do in some ways like when I look back at pictures of myself when we were working together, right? Yeah, and I was you know the best shape arguably the best shape i've ever been in my life and i got really thin i i think i looked too gone i think i looked the best when i actually put on just a little bit more weight okay if that makes sense uh, but you strike me as someone who's never been like heavy in their life no i've never been over like 220 and yeah. i'm 6'4 so yeah that so you've always been so like a thin, 20 man. 23 to 24 bmi at the at the most oh wow yeah the the most body fat percent would would be like fifteen. Wow, I think the lowest I ever got down was in the the twelve to sixteen range. Well, now I'm at six point six. Yeah, Whew, I'm freaking God, monsters over here with my slender body. <laughs> shit's just burning. You put whatever you put in your body's burning. But you're fasting you know right now. Yeah, I'm still fasting. I don't get to eat until nine fifty three p.m. Oh, then well, I then I get calendar. to start my my slow refeeding process with with seaweed. Um, a rice cake and four ounces of chicken. Oh my god, that and sounds then, terrible. And then that doesn't tomorrow, sound like a reward. <laughs> no, it, it's it's not right. So you don't look at it that way. You're not rewarding it. yourself. No, I don't want to ruin what I, all the work I went through. Right, I don't want to just go and eat like a chocolate cake. I mean, I do. I really yeah. do because sugar is the most addictive Dude, substance sugar, I've ever. It been. is the worst thing that we've ever done to ourselves. I think, as far as diets are concerned, in in our society and and anywhere in the world. 
sugar is just terrible. Well, what I learned about sugar is that the actual sugar cane really isn't that bad, right? If you just had sugar cane and you were drinking from the sap or whatever it is, mm. it's not that bad. It's not great. It's still glucose. I mean, mm-hmm. you do the same thing to honey, right? Sure. But yeah, you can overdose. The on problem it. is, sort is what you, exactly you're overdosing. Yeah, you're you're distilling you're this yeah. this this plant and you're multiplying it times like a hundred, and that that's your your cup of sugar. It's ridiculous how much more you're taking. And when you do that to anything, that's when things become potent and overdose. Like cocaine's the same way. Cocaine, it, like the coca plant and like the or, or whatever it is, just the leaves. Like, that's not that bad, right? But you could OD on Coke real easy mm-hmm. if you have that nice powder up your nose, you know? <laughs> not that I've ever done Coke. But. I don't, yeah, I'd be surprised if you told me you had. Uh, I'm going to plead the fifth. But going back to, <laughs> um, like, nutrition as far as, like, the science behind, like, diets and nutrition yeah. and things like that. Um, one thing I could say, like, one thing I wanted to add to that is, I noticed that that had a bigger effect, and of course, you've probably heard this on you know any YouTube video somewhere about you know, working out in fitness. Is that that seems to had a bigger impact on my fitness than working out did, and you know, like I okay. had more more results by changing my diet by eating more, you know, preparing my own meals, cooking my own food, uh, avoiding what? fast food, avoiding sodas, yeah, I think it's sugary just good drinks, things like two. that avoid refined foods right well even like okay so have you ever tried like supplement pills or you know like uh, like vitamin pills yeah. things like that yeah so they are jam-packed like you it, that is by far an overdose of like the vitamins that your body wants or needs right and the idea is you just pee whatever you don't you eat just that. get rid of it and literally everyone i've spoken to about this un- unless maybe they were completely full of shit and i don't remember what they said but otherwise everyone else that was honest with me said what i believed anyway that it doesn't do anything there's no, there's no, there's no obvious benefit. It's a placebo. Yeah, I think it's important to take some, right? Because it's obvious. There's been research and results done by taking vitamin C and zinc and like. But can't. But, but like I that. guess what I'm saying is I got it just by changing my diet, and that showed more result than say you know still eating the hamburger but taking the pill with it. Right. That's the key. Is that it's not uh, a replacement, right? It's a supplement. It's to help you pick up wherever you didn't get have you ever tried them vitamins yeah yeah I don't and did you have any result notice no. yeah exactly but That's they still right. say you know, there's a lot of things you don't notice when when you're even because you live with yourself and you're seeing yourself so much and it's like you don't see the slow progress and things like that so it just seems like oh this is where i'm always been you know it's like when you're losing weight if you're not losing like like what i did half a pound every day by fasting yeah, you're not going to notice your body change from five pounds and that's a lot like five pounds to lose is a lot five permanent pounds is a lot yeah well yeah it doesn't it doesn't yeah even if it was just water weight it's still a lot of weight and you can see that and it's like but you need that before and after right you can't if you just look at yourself in the mirror every day you're gonna feel like you're going nowhere and i think that looking at numbers really helps mm -hmm. motivate at least it does for me because it's like oh i really am going somewhere it's like when I, I was keeping track for this fasting, I lost like 10 pounds in a week. It's mm-hmm. crazy. There's no way I would have known that and seen that benefit if I didn't keep track. But you know what I what I worries me when I try this stuff is that I lose energy. I haven't feel I lose strength. Like you don't you don't have that problem when you're with fasting? Yeah. Yeah. So my my thing was is that 
the first two days I was I I felt the, about the same like energy wise. By the third day I felt awful. Day three was the worst. My body felt like I was drunk. Like they had that like like um the blood felt heavy and like my body felt kind of fuzzy and I felt weak and lethargic. Sounds awful. It was. But the thing is, I think is part of it was that I wasn't taking enough electrolytes in because once I started drinking more electrolytes, there was I felt way better. Yeah. And then uh, day four, I felt pretty decent, still kind of lethargic. I was getting headaches um, the first two days, but I think some of that was there's there's a lot of things. So I have I get migraines already. So who knows? Maybe that could have been part of it. I don't think it was because of not eating because. I it think that I probably would have had that already. Yeah. But once I started taking, like I said, the electrolytes, I felt better. One of the weird things was, is that working out, I felt super hot, like more than usual. Ooh. Like it wasn't like I was just like warm from working out. No, like I was like, I was like burning up. Like I was like getting red and stuff. So like what was, is the end goal here? I mean, what do you, what do you, where do you plan? Are you just testing these things out to see what the results are like? I mean, if you end up really liking the results, are you going to maintain this? You know, rice cake and seaweed. No, so this, fasting that that diet that is what? for the 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 refeed. That's part of the refeeding process, right? Because you can't just go straight into like your sugars yeah. and a bunch of things, because then your body's gonna adapt to the sugar, yeah, right? right? And you're gonna bloat like yeah. crazy because your body's gonna spike insulin, and then you're just gonna retain all that water, and you're yeah, gonna that feel, I've run gonna, into. That's happened to me, and you're gonna feel like shit, and you don't want that. So, mm-hmm. like, I've already gone through all this work, and I don't want to ruin it. And I want to be strategic with my refeeding and then going back into foods. And I'm going to start, I'm going to kind of want to do with this next thing is kind of like start eating more whole foods in the sense of like, if you would find it in nature, then you can eat it. If you would, if you wouldn't find like sugar, you know, in this, the, the way, the form it's in. Or like probably, sweeteners and yeah, shit. Yeah, you probably yeah, shouldn't that's what I don't eat that stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to try that out and see how that works. So be go more basic with my food and not be like even bread is a lot. I would think because it's like, how would you find all that in like the wilderness and enough to make? And well, there's no way you're gonna get like. I kind of see what I see what you're saying. So it's just um, just to be more mindful well, food, of what we, I mean. You know? Yeah, that's the thing is to be mindful because the almost all the I mean all the food we can buy, you know, no matter how healthy it seems, is processed in some way, right? It's got some it's got man's touch on it somewhere. Yeah, especially um, if it's anyway pre-made. If it's pre-made in any way, it's got... Well, especially, but I mean, even the things we grow. I mean, oranges, well, bananas, yeah. you know, we've yeah. got we've got fruits and vegetables that we invented. They don't even exist. They're hybrids. And then we've got Zoom things lot. that we've completely changed, you know, like banana. If you look at like bananas, how like a, a normal banana in the wild looks, it's very dark and seedy. Like yeah. It has a lot of seeds. Well, and of bet. course, when you eat a banana, you never think of the seeds because they're really non-existent, mm-hmm. right? Um, I wonder how a banana seed tastes because I like seeds, you know. You like eating seeds? I do. I don't like eating nuts, but I do like seeds. I think you're you're awfully unique in like the things you enjoy eating anyway. So I think this might be helping you by changing your diet because I'm very resistant to changing my diet. I yeah. when I switched when I switched from you know fast foods and sodas mm-hmm. to to eating healthier, I had to I had to find foods I actually enjoyed eating because I'm one of those people that. Um, you know, eating's like a hobby. I love the taste of food. Yeah. You know, I I've seen people on YouTube that I used to t- watch for fitness videos, and they you know they survived on lentil and water. I'm like, okay, look, I can't do that. You know, right? But there are people for sure, and I'm not saying you're one of them, but there are people that just don't seem to really care about the flavor of food. They just seem to eat because they have to. 
And that yeah. that is the opposite of me. Like I don't even understand that because it's so <laughs> enjoyable to eat tasty food. I think food for you is very cultural. Is what it sounds like. It's very yeah. like you know. That's I'm sure it is. It's, growing it's, up, it's, yeah, it's more of a family. It's more of a uh, a communal thing. It is, is big just time in a Slavic survival. in the Slavic world, especially you know European yeah. the European world for sure. I mean, every growing that's, up, every that's, meal that's had a lot bread. Of, that's that's kind of like tribalism at its core is just yeah. is bonding over eating. Like, yeah, like that's the kill that you just spent a week trying to get. You know? Yeah, like we just it took us you know forty five minutes to find and and hunt down this this pepperoni pizza. Yeah, and it's now intense. we're gonna in, we're gonna enjoy it as as one. Yeah, no, it's I think it's an important part of life and being. That's one of our problems as a society, I think, is that we're not cultural in the sense of well, we don't have a community, what, right? We don't, yeah. we don't, no one eats together anymore. Everyone goes to their separate areas, even in a family setting. It's like, very strange to me. I agree. Yeah. And I, it's, it's just, it always feels rude too. It never feels comfortable, right? It's always mm-hmm. awkward when someone, when you meet for food and then people split up <laughs> yeah. and walk away from each other. I still find that awkward. I think, yes, it is habitual. I grew up in, you know, the, you know the 1950s family unit sort of speak yeah. that's what my parents understood to be normal and that's what they wanted i'm not saying it's right, bad nuclear families yeah the nuclear family i i actually think it's a good thing um but definitely we 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 my life has changed and i, I can see that it's changed for others too and i i wonder yeah others must struggle the same way with that same mentality yeah you know but yeah cult our culture is changing you know our 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 opinion on on diets and exercise does seem to be, you know, I don't know, evolving and attacked at the same time, just like any other thing that we have to deal with in life, I guess. Yeah, I mean, culture and people are always evolving into different forms of what it was. So some of the other reasons I decided to do the fast was to see if I could cut my addiction to sugar, right? How's that That's what I'm just going to call it. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's the only thing I've ever been, I've ever obsessed in this kind of like constant intrusive thoughts and things like that. It's a mental addiction. And I I wouldn't say it's a physical addiction. At least I haven't experienced any physical withdrawals from not eating sugar. Well, I would argue the meaning of that, but I'm mental. Yeah, keep going. Right. Like I haven't, but, um, so I wanted to see if I could cut that by just like not eating. And Mm. I actually don't crave sugar like I was. I actually don't crave any food anymore. Like I just, don't have a desire to eat food right now, even though I'm like having to eat my mind. The only reason I want to eat is because I want to stop feeling kind of like how I am because I feel kind of like, well, that's just what I was going to earlier. Like over, you know, that's I, what it feels I, is like. Is that what you want the rest of your life to be? Well, see, or is this all like a test? Is this this, was, what is the process here? So I want to challenge myself as well. Mm. Just cause like, there's no way I ever would have went a single day without eating, without doing this. Right. Like, and I didn't even know it was possible to go a day without eating. I thought that if I didn't eat for a day, the next day I would be like so like dead and unable to move and not yeah. like, like, like unable to survive and do anything. It's kind of like holding your breath until you see how long you can do it exactly. for. You don't really know. Yeah. yeah. And then you can build it. You can build how you can, long you, you can build on that. You, you, you hold so where breath. do you see this going then? What, what, how do you see it changing your life? I mean, your lifestyles as far as what you eat and what you, and how, you know, where and when and how much and all that. See, I don't really know about that because I'll probably, you know, in a couple months, I'll probably decide that something else sounds cooler to do. You know, this is just like an experiment okay, to see so how an experiment. It's to just to see how I can do it and what I can do and pushing mm-hmm. myself. Uh, like I've, I like to push myself in different ways and like mentally like test myself because if you don't test yourself mentally, 
when well, you something, don't know, you, how do you know what your limits are? Not, not only how do you know what your limits are, how do you build your yeah. limits? How do you exceed them? Right. Like that's important. Them. I've once stood outside in the pouring rain next to a fire and for like two or three hours just sitting there and letting the steam, like the, the water from the rain evaporate into steam off my body from the, with the, from the warmth of the fire. Mm-hmm. There's no way I would have experienced that if I didn't put myself in that situation. I see what you're because saying. Because I don't live in a in a barbaric society where I have to go hunt my food down every day. I, I see what you're like, saying. Yeah, you know, and no, I, I and I don't re- use barbaric as a as a negative term. It's no, just I as, what you mean. as a yeah. less as a, as a different form of what I live now. That's I would call I mean. you a scientist because that's what I say of myself because I do the same sorts of things. You know, I don't take everything, I try to take less for granted about what we know and understand, especially about little facts, right? Things like mm-hmm. that, like, and testing the world around you uh, teaches you a lot, I find. You know, and find what's surprising is, it's not often, but how often you do discover that something is wrong, like you that you read online or that you heard from a person. Like, uh, there's a lot of mistakes, Oh yeah, and just and about everything. What's crazy about these those mistakes like that is that they get parroted, right? So everyone's saying the same thing that the other person told them. They're not ever doing like their own fact research, you know. Yeah. So the same stories get told over and over again, which makes them seem true because it's the the fallacy of just like hearing it so many happens, times. It must be true, right? Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah, it happens in news. It happens in everything. It's crazy. Well, it's even like I mean. So one thing you've, I'm sure you've heard before, we've all heard this before, where, you know, our parents, our grandparents told us, you know, don't eat before bed or don't eat late in the evening. Yeah. And there are people, I know people that still, you know, even our age that agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have never, I've tested that myself and it has never seemed to affect me unless, of course, it was something like, you know, caffeine or alcohol, like something obviously, yeah. you know, some kind of... Um, I don't know, an exhilarant, like an upper or a downer effect. Yeah. But other than that, like just eating food, food, yeah. no. it doesn't seem to matter. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, I've, I've talked to one other nutrition, like in person, and yeah. he was saying it doesn't really affect your, your sleep cycle if you're eating before bed and things like that. So maybe it's just a placebo. Some people, you know, they convince themselves that if they don't do it, they'll actually fall asleep or sleep better or whatever. Yeah, well, some people will use it as a, uh, as a tool to wake up earlier. So they'll eat early in the day. And then they'll wake up hungry and that will force them out of bed to go get food. Mm, so yeah, that's, that's, I think that makes sense because, uh, yeah, that it definitely affects that for me. I would agree with that. See, because, yeah, I've, I've yeah. woken up hungry before and it just makes me want to do nothing. It's like I just want to sit here until this hunger goes away. And then it goes away and then I get up because it's like sometimes hunger can be debilitating. It feels like it's, it's, well, like, it's very commanding. I mean, when like, like with that, all this that, fasting that, that you're doing, pains. you I, I yeah the hunger pain like I not only just the pain but I find my body just sort of moving on its own like I'm not even controlling what's going on like it needs food it doesn't care what I think anymore it's gonna go find food yeah but the thing is as I've learned I don't need food every day I don't even need food for seven days it seems who knows how long I could go before I collapse <laughs> there I'm gonna be really you know what I'm not gonna be I'm gonna be more pissed off than sad when I find you. And your thin corpse. <laughs> and so probably some, you know, compromising position, like in a bath towel or something over a, a weight scale. <laughs> you know, I thought about that. What was it? It was either, it was two days ago. So 
so it would have been day five of fasting. I was feeling really bad. And I was like, should I eat? I literally have two days left. Do I need to eat? And I was like, how dumb would it be if I died right now because I didn't eat? Like, that would be so stupid. I would be mad at myself be a pissed if, I, off ghost. if I went to the hospital because I didn't eat. Like, that's just... But in, wouldn't that just be society, another learning what? chance to learn something? Yeah. It would be pretty educational, wouldn't it? It would be to, to go to that point. But the thing is, I feel like that it's the money that I would spend at the doctor. Right. You know, it would be like, that could have been... Ah, the ultimate motivator. Dude. Well, money is survival in the of way, we, at least the way I treat it. it well, it, for, it's, it, it's for anyone. Well, some people <laughs> treat survival. it as, as water and they just kind of throw it wherever, right? They don't really pay attention to where their money's going. They wow, just, but it's still, they still it. need it. Right. No, it yeah. is. But some people have a more precious sure. uh, view of it. More value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was just thinking, it's like, man, it would be so dumb if I... If I went to the hospital and how mad would other people be at me for for doing this? Because like that's not even like a sympathy thing. That's just like, why are you so stupid? Why would you do this to yourself? Like you didn't need to do this. You were not forced into this. This was your own doing. Yeah. And that would be my I was like, man, I would just be so mad that I was like stuck somewhere and I had to get injections and IVs and all that other stuff to to rehabilitate. To recover. My, yeah. yeah. It's like, well, that makes so, me think about how we judge people based on their diets, too. Even if they're good or bad, I used se. to I used to be very judgy, in the sense of I would think like I would just think things about like like why would you be vegan like what why what's wrong with meat like what, you can eat meat come on, but then like I've been experimenting with my with my diet for I don't know a couple of years now, just trying to see first of all it was to lose weight it wasn't very heavy but you know mm-hmm. you you trying to fix your back right. And they say that, like, hey, you got a bulging disc, lose some weight. Like, that will help. I'm like, okay, I'll lose some weight. And then I went from 210 to to 180, whatever, like 185 well, or something right. like that. And I didn't feel any better. But are I'm you like, judgmental well, about, like, when you, let's say, you see, like, some large person, some, you know, obese person just shoving extremely fatty, nasty food down their throat? See, are you judgmental about that? I'm not going to be judgmental. But if they're complaining about it and they're complaining about how they can't lose weight when they're doing all these things to themselves, it'd be like if I was trying to derive sympathy from you because I sent myself to the hospital from not eating. Right. Like I wouldn't do that because that was my own dumb fault. It's your own. Mostly it's your no, fault that's a for fair eating mentality. I wish more people had it. And no, if, I you, agree. if you put yourself in that situation, then... Like that, yeah. Then I'm gonna judge you because then you're just complaining without trying to do anything to fix it. Sure. And it's like, okay, I don't care about. Go away. Yeah. Like, whatever. I don't have any empathy for that. Yeah. Because it's if especially when it's your own fault. If it's something that's forced upon you, and somehow you forced you, upon. You, hey, well, that's a I kink. Mean, Some hey. people do that. They force feed their significant other. Yeah. For them, they get bigger. I think it's mainly like a a thin man wanting the large woman kind of thing. <laughs> but that that is a kink that some people enjoy is like force feeding and gaining yeah. weight, things but, like that. Yeah, just that's not for you. No, <laughs> <laughs> not a. I just don't. I just don't like it. It's not. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so growing up, I mean, my 
I have an outdated understanding of like fitness from like, you know, public schools, like PE class, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, I thought I had pretty good fitness teachers growing up in really? both. Yeah. Both in elementary, middle school and high school. Um, I wondered though. Well, that's what I wondered. Like, so we, between us, there's like a 10 year gap. So okay. like when you were going to school, how did you feel about the fitness that they, they taught to you? Do you think they should have improved? Well, they didn't really teach us fitness. Yeah, that's what, what I was they, worried what, about. What we did was we learned games and we played games. Yeah. We played like handball or like four square or, you know, different tennis and things like that. But they didn't really teach us how to, it's almost how to like build our bodies. And senior our, citizen, like th- physical therapy. Like it's not. Yeah, we learned a bunch of play. games that were invented by like a preacher somewhere in Tennessee at one time in the huh. 1800s. You know, we oh, learned wow. like. We learned stupid things. Doesn't seem very focused. And that's what the tests were, right? We had tests and they were over the games that we played. They weren't over like, how do you build muscle? How do you lose? Did you do sports in, you you know, in high school or anything like that? Yeah. What'd you play? I I played football from sixth grade to to 12th grade. Oh, okay. I did uh, track and field a couple times in high school and I did basketball for a few years from uh, middle school to. What were your school lunches like? Did you get school lunch? Did you get hot lunch or anything like that? School hot lunch. Uh, yeah, they were awful. They were awful. There, yeah. you see, everyone, everyone I talk to too. says that about that. Yeah, about it. you know, we got we got old food sometimes. It'd be like really old food that they would serve us. Like it'd be moldy or just soggy. No way, you got mold on your yeah, food before. I, there were times when I mean, it was like I'm like I'm, I used to think like, boy, is this, you know, was hopefully prison quality food isn't much less worse than this because I mean, we just got some bad food sometimes, and. You know, that's another thing, too, is like sugar and bad food. Everything we eat is just so over-advertised to us, you know, and it's easy. That's the word. That's the real crutch. It's like, you know, here's what blows my mind. Now, especially now, right, in this pandemic, right, or just in general, people that say that stay at home a lot. They I know people that order they order out literally for every meal. Right. Yeah. Every single meal they have in a day and their meals aren't scheduled. It's just whenever they want their next dose of salt and sugar, basically. Right. And they order out, they spend, you know, 20, 20, at least 20, 25 to $40 per meal. Yeah. Right. And it takes them 45 minutes to get it. Yeah. And by the time you get it, it's cold. And it's cold when you get it. Right. It's not hot anymore. At best, it's warm, a little mm-hmm. warm. In, in half that time, I can cook enough food for two days for less than that for yeah. way less than yeah. that actually probably a close to a third of that price you know yeah if i spend ten dollars my mind meal, that's a lot yeah that's what blows my mind though is that you could you'd actually be saving time and money and eating better if you just did it yourself but there's something in i mean look i get it i've been bad in my life because i had you know i know what it's like to work really long hours and and i mean really work in those hours mm-hmm. right you don't get you don't get proper breaks right. i didn't get proper breaks and even when i got a break i was technically still working my mind wasn't shutting off right you know or and maybe i was even still moving or whatever mm-hmm. but so i well the reason i say this because i understand what it's like to you know to say you know screw it give me the wendy's number two special yeah. whatever right but i don't know I, I guess what motivated me wasn't really myself it was age it was just becoming unhealthy and then and then starting to see the beginning of like the degradation of my body and how weak I felt mm-hmm. and how that made me feel terrible as a person. And then once I finally kicked, you know, my ass into gear, 
then my attitude improved too. And I think that's a nice, that's the best thing about, like I said earlier, like working out and improving your diet. Improving your diet really literally makes you feel better <laughs> as yeah. a person. Oh, it does. Yeah. And I'm, for me, I had to find food that I enjoyed eating, mm-hmm. right? To, to replace the hamburger, hot dogs, french fries, and soda. Yeah. Um, and I bet it's better than what you were getting. It's so much better. Yeah. yeah but it's still tasty. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not just better for you, but better flavor. Better flavor. Better. I agree. Yeah. It does taste better. It's more enjoyable and it it's more rewarding because I cooked it. Yeah. I designed the oh, recipe. You grow, you- you get a so much greater appreciation for your food when you have when you're cooking it yourself, and then when you're not eating. Yeah. <laughs> in this case, for me, so yeah, like I appreciate food on a whole new level right now. It's crazy how much I like. <laughs> I just this diet has. Well, changed. Yeah, you're starving. Of course, you appreciate. Well, I'm not starving because it's not forced. <laughs> I guess when I looked when I looked at the definition between fasting and starving, well, here we go. Starvation is forced. Uh, fasting is a choice. Uh, I mean, okay, but you're forcing yourself not to eat. That is, I'm starving. disciplined myself. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, because I couldn't. I wonder ate, if slavers use no. that mentality, that verbiage back in the day. Look, I'm not forcing you. I'm convincing you to force yourself. <laughs> I mean, that's what work does already, right? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. just work in general. The difference is the paycheck, maybe, and the quality of life. But anyway, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, for sure. I'm, I have a semblance of freedom as a. As a American, today. well, some people, you know, this made me think of like the caveman diet or whatever. Oh, the it's paleo. Called. Yeah. So, yeah. the whole idea that you know, what like you eat once a day, you know, at a certain time of day, because that's you know, if you were starving, here's what's weird to me: people seem to think that a caveman was basically a derelict man who roamed, you know, the forest just picking up shit and gnawing at it. I'm sure that was a process at some point, but man learns quickly. We're intelligent. Well, even as and a even hunter, ancient man. Yeah, even as a hunter gathering. We established society. systems. It's not like, yeah, we weren't going to grocery stores in the middle of the Siberia or whatever. No, you worked as a community. Yeah, you worked as a community. You established sources of food. That's why there's hunting paths and hunting mm-hmm. trails. And, 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 and you follow the game. We learned farming. Yeah, we learned that things grow and how, that they just, you know, they need water. They need sunlight. Mm-hmm. We were just, you know, and yeah, there was foraging, right? Like when I, when you look at like how Indian tribes, in uh, the tribes in the United States, the Native Americans, you know, like mm-hmm. how they survived. A lot of them learned early how to forge the land, right. how to treat the land, actually how to even really garden certain parts of the areas that they lived in. But that's what I mean. Like We didn't just co- wake up every morning constantly hobo. You know no, what I mean? Like no, I, you had that's a, the you mentality, had though, it seems to be to be behind that whole like diet concept. Okay. So that's why I get turned off by it because to me that's like a marketing ploy, right? Go back to when you were homeless and you were thankless or thankful <laughs> and, you know, you know, drop the weight fatty, but buy this while you're at it. Like, there's a lot of fat shaming. And that was my one worry about this podcast today was that we'd be in some way fat shaming or, not, you know, just, you know, making people feel guilty about no, themselves. Hey, if you're happy, congratulations. You yeah. are in the top 1% of humanity. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, that, that is key. Find your bliss and then live it. And that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Right? Like I'm trying to find a way to to not be in pain and to be happy with the way I look. And oh, to absolutely, be, man. Yeah. And and to be proud of who I am. Because if I'm proud of who I am, that that's all that matters. Is Zach Wiegand proud of Zach Wiegand? Dude, tell the world, dude. Past Zach, future Zach, present Zach. They are great right now, right? <laughs> like the observable Zach that is observing all past and present. He is like on fire he's like dude i can't believe that you did this like this we are amazing 
Zach is is has has conquered himself and the world around him. Like that's how I feel, and it it feels great. I'm actually really happy. As stressed as I've been because your cortisol levels do go up yeah. when you fast, because that's just. Hey, you're starving, like you said, pretty well, much, right? Well, it, but so, like I said before, life is a management of stress, right? Everything so, you do. So, I have been emotionally overwhelmed in these past like six weeks or I six think, days yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. I think we all have, and definitely. it's just—it's been a really rough week for me, and I've gone through some major life changes too. And but but I've been meditating, and I've been I've been conquering myself. I am so happy that I did this. I am I can't believe that I I did it. Going into it, I didn't think it was going to happen. I was like, dude, I, there's no way. It's like, I mean, the first day I'm going to not be able to do it. And then I found out I didn't, I don't need food. I can still move. I can still do my workouts. And I was fine. It was great. I, I'm so, I, I, yeah, I'm proud of myself as, as toot your own horn, like, you know, self involved as that sounds. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of what I've done and what I've accomplished. And I feel great about it. If you like what you're hearing, or even if you don't, that also helps. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're still listening, then please consider supporting the show. We're working hard on our passion to create quality content, and we want to bring you much more. Indeed, we've got big plans for what we want to add to Audio Pong, and we'd also love to hear from you, the audience, on topics or content Zach and I can create for you. Visit AudioPong on RedCircle.com for more information on where to support the show and where to listen. Also, feel free to contact us directly through email with audiopong at gmail.com. Be happy. Be healthy. And have have a metal metal life. life.